Hey everyone, what is up? It's Rochelle Renee, and this is episode 82 of Faith Fitness Joy, Breaking Through Weight Loss Plateau, Psychological Factors. Today is a continuation of what I discussed last week, which was a more general overview about weight loss plateau, factors causing plateau, and strategies to break through plateau. So if you missed last week's episode, go back and check that out first. It is episode number 80. And today I am taking a deeper dive on the psychological factors that cause weight loss plateau. And next week I am going to be diving deeper into the physiological factors. So if you aren't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and follow this podcast so that you can catch every new episode. In the meantime, join me in today's episode as I walk through the psychological factors that may be causing your weight loss plateau. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God, or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week, I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset and I found healing. Now my mission is to help other high performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. All right, welcome to episode 82 of Faith Fitness Joy. My name is Rochelle Renee. And today I am continuing from last Monday's episode, which was episode 80, Breaking Through Plateau When Weight Loss Stalls. So today I am honing in on one of the things I touched on last week, which was the psychological factors that can be causing or underneath your weight loss plateau. And next week I'll be taking a deeper dive into the physiological or biological factors. Um, But today I'm going to be discussing first, just doing a quick recap on what a weight loss plateau is. Second, a quick recap on what we mean by psychological factors when we're talking about weight loss plateau. Uh, Three, expectations versus reality. Four, stress and cortisol. Five, unconscious habits. Six, um, self-sabotage and fear of success. Um, These are kind of the underlying limiting beliefs and or uh, trauma that might be behind some of the uh, causes of your weight loss plateau. Uh, Seven, we're going to talk about body image and self-esteem. And last is adherence to routines. So embarking on a weight loss journey can be a roller coaster. Um, It's filled with lots of ups and downs. And while you may have a lot of initial progress and that might boost your motivation, many of us will inevitably hit some sort of a weight loss plateau, which is obviously a very frustrating roadblock um, along the weight loss journey. And 
Beyond sort of the physical aspects are the psychological factors influencing our weight loss plateaus um, that are often really underestimated, which is one of the reasons I wanted to dive into that first, because I really believe that um, the psychological factors are kind of like really the key. If you can get to these, then I think everything else will kind of fall in place with regard to breaking through your plateau. Now, I've hit plateau many times over my decades-long pursuit of my own goal physique and my own health and fitness goals, and it is one of the most frustrating things that I've experienced in my weight loss journey. It has certainly discouraged me many times, um, and there have even been times that it's led me into sort of a spiral of self-sabotage, even resulting in me backtracking and gaining some weight back. Um, after I just kind of lose hope and get frustrated and kind of throw my hands up. Um, but fortunately for me, I'm pretty tenacious and I always end up picking myself back up and plugging along again. Um, and so, you know, for a long time when I would run into this, my initial reaction, you know, was always to sort of like go into this sort of form of self-punishment, right? It was like, it has to be that I'm not doing enough, right? And uh, I just really didn't have any clue like what was really causing it at the time and my sort of go-to reaction I guess was to just go harder so when the scale would stop moving and the measurements would stop dropping I would immediately assume that it was because of that one cookie I had or that day that I did 20 minutes instead of 30 or 45 minutes of cardio. I mean, certainly that had to be it, right? <laughs> uh, so then I would end up going harder. And then that meant that I would restrict calories even further and even more and then working out even harder. And little did I know at the time that, you know, I was actually just making matters even worse. And eventually, like I said, you know, I'd end up throwing my hands up and I would decide to sort of like cut dieting altogether for a while um, kind of take a break from it. One thing I can say is I never I never gave up or stopped working out. I've always been very consistent about working out regularly every week. I never work out fewer than three days a week, um, actually more like four. Uh, and that's there's a number of other reasons for that aside from like the weight loss aspect. Um, and then, you know, so after I would kind of run into these hiccups and sort of backtrack, then I would gain a little bit weight back and even though I was still working out and still, you know, overall had a really good habit and consistent routine with exercise um, and still was eating reasonably. So, you know, as you can imagine, it's really frustrating. And I would imagine this sounds pretty familiar to many of you because I know that um, all of us really encounter this and it seems to really be something that women in particular um, encounter. And some of that has to do with our hormones, and um, that's kind of a whole other topic for another time. Uh, so, you know, eventually I would start to delve into what else, like, would be, could possibly be going on, right? Like, I would, you know, after several years of kind of cycling through this, I got to, like, really starting to look at, okay, you know, maybe it's not that I'm doing something wrong or I'm not doing enough or it's, you know, that one time I had, like, you know, a cookie or whatever, uh, so I started to try to dig deeper into like what might be behind my plateau. And when I started to do that, it happened to kind of coincide with when I was doing like embarking on my inner healing journey and starting to do some of that deeper shadow work and inner healing work. And that was when I really started to connect the dots between some of these different psychological factors that were really likely 
the real core or key factors that were affecting my weight loss efforts. So let's get into what some of those are. So again, first thing I wanted to do was just quickly recap what weight loss plateau is. And it's really just when you stop losing weight after a period of like, I'd say fairly consistent weight loss resulting from, you know, a concerted effort to lose weight. So, you know, let's say you've been doing some sort of a diet and exercise program for some time and you've been consistently losing weight each week and or you've been consistently seeing, you know, decreases in your body measurements or your clothes fitting differently or whatever. And then at some point you just kind of seem to stop losing weight. It just you stop seeing any of these changes Uh, You're not really gaining any weight, but you're not making forward progress towards, um, you know, losing weight. So that's what a weight loss plateau is. And they can last for, you know, a few weeks. They can last for months. And I've had them last, you know, well over a year. So um, I can tell you, though, that they eventually, your body will eventually break through it. um, And it's one of these things that consistency is really key and there's some other things you can start to try um, to help sort of move you through that. And I touched on a little bit of that in last week's episode and I'm gonna have a separate episode that will go a lot deeper into those strategies for you. So uh, the second thing is to kind of just quickly recap what we're talking about when we're talking about psychological factors in the context of weight loss plateau. Uh, So the term psychological factor um, in this context that the way I'm using it anyway, is really just referring to factors that are stemming from our mind or our mindset. And so this can include obviously quite a range of different things such as beliefs, fears and anxieties, stressors, and all kinds of other things. So today we'll be looking specifically at a number of these psychological factors that tend to be connected to weight loss plateau. So let's jump into what those are. So that's kind of what I'll be diving deeper into in these next um, couple of little segments here. So the first one is really about expectations versus reality, right? So one of the primary psychological factors leading to a weight loss plateau is sort of this misalignment between our expectations and reality. We tend to anticipate that it's going to be this continuous linear progression of weight loss, meaning that we're expecting that if we do A, B, and C, we should continuously and consistently expect to see a certain amount of uh, weight like every week, every couple of weeks uh, until we reach our goal weight. And, um, And then a lot of times we have an expectation that we should reach our goal weight by a certain date. Like it might be, you know, you might have three months in your head, you might have six weeks in your head and all kinds of different expectations that we set for ourselves. However, when we do this, we're failing to consider our body's adaptation mechanisms. um, And that can often result in a slowdown in progress. And it's just kind of a natural thing that happens. So understanding and accepting that actually hitting a plateau is a pretty normal part of any weight loss journey. um, And that can also help to alleviate some of the frustration that comes with it. So if you kind of go into it, understanding that that's very much a likely thing that you're going to encounter, you're a little bit more mentally prepared when you do encounter it. And if you even go a step further and kind of look into some different strategies that you can try when you do run into that, um, it can really just help uh, mitigate 
some of that frustration and discouragement that leads a lot of us to kind of throw our hands up. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of people will end up giving up when they run into this um, just simply because they don't they don't necessarily know how to move through it. So um, and then, you know, more importantly, it's also detaching ourselves from these expectations and these timelines by shifting our focus to really one of improving our health, improving our well-being, increasing our strength, improving mobility, um, and that can help keep us from getting discouraged um, and and put us in a better frame of mind as we embark on any kind of a wellness journey or a fitness journey. Um, yes, of course, you know, a lot of us start because we want to look better. We want our bodies to look a certain way. We have a certain ideal in mind, and that's all well and good. Um, but it does make such a big difference when you make that little shift in mindset to really making your focus and your priority your health. Um, it just helps with a lot of this stuff that comes up when we run into these plateaus. And then, of course, recognizing that this is a lifelong way of living um, really helps to mitigate the effects of having these unrealistic expectations and often that often lead us into feeling discouraged. So the fourth um, or the next sort of psychological factor um, or category of them, if you will, is stress and cortisol, right? So stress, both physical and emotional, can significantly impact our weight loss efforts. Um, one of the reasons for this is when we are under chronic states of stress, we end up having elevated cortisol levels. And actually, there's a number of other hormones that will start to be affected by chronic stress. But um, the main one most of us are familiar with is, is cortisol. Um, and it's often referred to as the stress hormone. Uh, and it's basically a hormone that our body releases in response to being under a constant state of stress. And it can lead to our body holding on to fat and really resisting letting it go. And it particularly tends to hang out or result in that the fat that we hold in our abdomen. Um, and it will also even start to lead to accumulation, even despite your diet and exercise efforts, if you're not managing your stress. So... Obviously, managing stress um, through different types of techniques is a great way to help mitigate this and overcome this plateau. And there's a number of different things um, that you can look at doing, like practicing mindfulness, meditation, yoga is another great thing to, that you can do to really kind of help calm your nervous system down. Um, these can all be very much instrumental in breaking this, uh, breaking plateau or plateaus that are resulting from this particular um, psychological factor. And I cannot stress the value of these practices enough. It's not even just about breaking weight loss plateau. It's, you know, these practices really will bring incredible value to your life in ways beyond just your weight loss efforts, right? Um, yes, they will help with that too. Um, but it really helps with uh, if you struggle with anxiety or just chronic stress or even insomnia. These are great practices that can help mitigate that, reduce those um, types of effects in the body. And I have a number of different episodes where I talk about those and different like go deeper into things that you can do around meditation and around reducing stress and improving kind of your mindset or your mental state, if you will. So definitely encourage you to check those out if stress is something that you tend to struggle with in general um, and perhaps think that maybe it is uh, resulting in you having a difficult time breaking through plateau with your weight loss efforts. Uh, another category is unconscious habits, right? So 
Um, unconscious habits and behaviors are another sort of category of psychological factors that can result in us having impeded weight loss efforts. So some examples of this include things like emotional eating, mindless snacking, neglecting portion control, uh, and these can all sabotage and undermine our efforts without us even really realizing it. We kind of might, uh, and I know I've fallen into this trap before too, like, oh, it's not a big deal. I don't need to stress about that or pay attention to it, or it's just this one time or something like that. Um, and it goes on long enough and then that starts to kind of compound and it, and it does affect your progress. So, um, it's really a sneaky kind of subconscious thing that happens. So some of the things that I have found helpful is like keeping a food journal and tracking your daily efforts, um, including food intake is a really good way to increase your awareness of these things, as well as to help you see your own progress over time. That alone is really a great way to kind of help keep your uh, reinvigorate your motivation um, and just kind of keep you going because motivation is another thing that's very much fleeting and um, doesn't tend to stick around a whole long while. So um, a, a tracker can really help with that. Um, and I've actually created a fitness tracker that is just for this purpose. That's a great way to do this. I use it every day myself. Um, it really helps me stay on track. It helps me to just see how far I've come and the progress that I'm making day to day, week to week. Um, and you can find these in the links in the episode description for the podcast episode. Um, you can also find them on Amazon just by searching up my name, Rochelle Weiss. Um, and I have a number of um, different options or choices for cover, but they all have the same interior with um, trackers for your workouts, trackers for your water intake, your food, and even to help keep track of your weight and measurements um, every week as you're, you know, working towards your goals. Uh, another great way to combat these unconscious habits um, is to use social support with friends or other people that are working towards the same goals. Um, so one such resource is uh, my own private Facebook group, Faith Fitness Joy um, private group. You can check that out and join our community um, where you can find lots of uh, supportive, wonderful ladies in there that are also uh, of like mind and similar goals. Um, and there's a number of other communities and groups out there as well that you can find um, just for some support um, to help either keep you accountable or other people that are just working towards the same things. And it can really just make a difference to bounce stuff off of other people um, that are also, you know, trying to achieve the same things that you are. Uh, so the link to my Facebook group is in the episode description as well if you want to check that out. Or you can just search Faith Fitness Joy uh, on the Facebook uh, search bar and look up the group that way. And then uh, last but not least with regard to this topic or this category is practicing mindful eating. Um, that's another great way to address these hidden barriers. Um, and you can actually get a deeper dive into some of what I mean by that and how I approach that in my free 30-day training program that is available right now. So you can click the link in the bio on either my Faith Fitness Joy page or my personal page at Rochelle Renee, uh, and you can apply to get into that program. And you will, in addition to getting uh, 30 days of workouts and the trainer app, you'll also get the nutrition plan. Um and some tools and resources to help you with intuitive nutrition um, approach that will help with kind of this mindful eating. And it takes a lot of the uh, kind of headache out of what we tend to think of when we think of dieting, right? Because it's not really 
dieting. You're not going to be, if you go into this program and follow my, my approach, you're not going to be, you know, weighing and measuring and tracking everything to the nth degree. It's much more um, intuitive and flexible um, so long as you're kind of following that overall plan. So check that out if that sounds like something you could uh, use some help with. Um, so the next category of psychological factors is self-sabotage and fear of success. And this may seem so counterintuitive. I know it was for me when I first kind of started digging into this and really looking at maybe this is something that's at play in my own journey. And I, I found that it was. Um, and so what happens is when we embark on a weight loss journey, um, you know, you would think, well, yeah, of course you want to succeed and you want to reach your goal, right? I mean, if, yeah. But um, what often happens is um, this can end up actually being one of the biggest weight loss plateau factors because it's an, it's another one of these sneaky subconscious things that if you're unaware that you have this going on, you may not even really catch it, right? Because um, it, it, like I said, it's so counterintuitive. You set off, you want to lose weight, you want to improve your fitness and your physique, yet you've got this sneaky self-sabotage thing happening because underneath it, you really are afraid of actually reaching your goal. Um, so fear of success is actually a psychological phenomenon where we subconsciously sabotage our efforts and our success to actually avoid the potential challenges or fears or changes that we have kind of mentally associated in our minds with achieving our goals. And part of this is because it's often unknown, right? Like if you have been at a certain weight or, or physique or whatever for a long time, and maybe you've never actually achieved the goal that you are seeking to achieve, then actually reaching it could be scary on a subconscious level because it's unknown. Um, and so it's one of these things where it's like we kind of like sabotage it before we get there because we're subconsciously scared. So, you know, there's a whole range of different fears that can be behind this. Um, some of the ones that were that came up for me when I started doing my own inner healing and digging into this, um, one of them was the fear of being seen. So this actually stemmed from years of being bullied about my weight when I was really young. It started around the age of 10 and it continued until probably about 16 years old um, and even carried on a little bit beyond that and, you know, off and on. And so at some point in my mind, being seen was not safe because when I was noticed, I was either physically or verbally attacked or both. And so I didn't really realize it, but at some point I had kind of made this association in my mind and then that became a fear of being seen, which was underneath some of my own weight loss plateaus that I encountered. Um, another one that I uncovered was um, sort of like this fear of being too attractive, which may sound funny, but um, or at least being perceived that way. Uh, and that stemmed from some things that actually happened to me over the course of my younger years as well, um, teenage years to you know, early adulthood, where there was different instances where I was violated in some way. Um, or I was in a situation where I was afraid that that was going to be what happened. Um, and then I was kind of like blamed by the people who had violated me for their actions. And so at some point I turned this into being, it was like unsafe to be attractive, um, or what I perceived as attractive or what I thought others would perceive as attractive. Um, and so then 
Um, it turns out that there was like a certain number on the scale that seemed this seemed to be attached to, which had to do with like where I was in my own weight when these instances occurred. Uh, and so every time I would get to that weight, like that's when I would hit a block and I would run into a plateau. So that was a big aha for me. Um, but obviously, you know, there can be many other fears and stories that you might have in your own life that could be resulting in a similar weight loss plateau or a block for you um, or causing you to engage in some of these self-sabotaging behaviors. Um, and if you're not familiar with the self-sabotaging behaviors, it can be a range of things. Like for me, um, I have, um, you know, battled with like um, smoking off and on from the time I was like 15 years old and I've quit many, many times. And so sometimes I would backtrack into that when I would start to make progress on my weight loss. Um, other times it would just be like, um, like slacking off on dieting or tracking my food as well. Um, there was all these like, little things that didn't seem like a big deal at the time, but in hindsight, I can see where it's like I would get to a certain weight and then I would start to do these self-sabotaging types of things. Um, staying up too late and not getting enough sleep was another one I would do. Um, so just kind of start to become more mindful of your own behaviors and that can start to illuminate some of the things that you might be doing to sabotage your own efforts as well. So exploring and addressing these different fears through self-reflection and possibly even professional guidance, if that's something that you think might be helpful for you, um, can really be helpful and important for kind of overcoming this particular hurdle. Just the awareness alone can make a huge difference um, because a lot of times, like I said, we're completely unaware that this is going on underneath the surface behavior because that's what we tend to pay attention to, like our conscious kind of day-to-day stuff, right? Where a lot of times we're very oblivious to the beneath the surface types of things. Uh, so another psychological factor that can uh, be contributing to weight loss plateau is body image and self-esteem. Another big one for me. So weight loss often intertwines with body image and self-esteem, right? So, um, you know, I've discussed this a lot in this podcast um, on my blog and other things where I've, you know, shared some of my own story. So, you know, for decades, I had tied my self-worth to my weight. And since I had this very distorted perception of my body from having body dysmorphia for most of my life, um, it would result in like, even when I lost weight, even when I got to really low weights, like where I had people telling me I looked too thin, I still had this very negative body image um, because it, it was a psychological thing. It was something in my mind where it was like, I couldn't see myself a different way. And so when we have this negative body image um, or we have low self-esteem or both, it can result in this weight loss plateau um, and and or hitting it can trigger this negative self-talk and this negative self-image and these feelings of failure um, that we have. Because again, that sort of body image is all kind of mixed in with what we're trying to do. So one thing that's very important um, is to foster a positive body image and really focusing on non-scale victories when you are embarking on or along, you know, a weight loss journey of your own. Um, and this can be things like looking at whether your energy levels are improving. Are you feeling or experiencing like you have more stamina than you normally do? Um, that alone can shift the focus from the number on the scale to like what your overall well-being is and how you're feeling. 
uh, some of the most powerful things that I've done in my own weight loss journey and my own healing journey have been practicing what I call speaking life to myself and to others. So yes, positive self-talk will absolutely do wonders. And again, the key is consistently over time with repetition, but it's even more impactful for you when um, you start to do this for people around you. And this can be people in your social media circle that maybe you don't see in, you know, in the physical every day or often. And it can also be people that you're around, you know, in person a lot. And the reason that this is so powerful is because you start to look for the beauty and the good um, in yourself and other people. And then you start to just see those things. You, you stop with the nitpicking of yourself in particular. And in time, it changes your perception for the better. So um, that's something I would really encourage you to do, even regardless of if the if body image like maybe isn't something you struggle with. It's just a great practice for boosting your your overall sense of um, your own perception of yourself and just how you look at other people in the world in general. Um, and then some other non-scale measures and victories um, that are also great to help shift. Um, so things like body measurements and taking pictures along your weight loss journey because you can, and, and this has happened to me, I, there was one time a few years back where I was continuing to see changes in my physique uh, and the way my body looked, even though the number on the scale didn't budge for months and months and months. Um, so pictures are a great way to also track progress that has nothing to do with the scale. Um, taking your body measurements is another good one. Um, in addition to doing, you know, your regular weight checks. Um, the other thing I would suggest is not weighing yourself too frequently. You know, I have in the past and I've known other women who were like weighing themselves every day and then it was like, it's just not, it's not healthy, especially if you're struggling with body image. It can really like just get to your head. So, um, you know, be mindful of that. I would recommend, you know, checking your weight every couple weeks to one month, uh, not more frequently than that. You're just going to drive yourself crazy um, because your weight will fluctuate naturally and it doesn't have anything to do with you not losing fat or not, you know, a lot of it is water um, and what you're eating day to day. So keeping that in mind. Um, the other thing is noticing how your clothes fit and how you feel in your clothes. That's another great, you know, way to track how you're doing um, that has nothing to do with the scale. Um, and then the other things to focus on include being able to lift heavier than when you first started, climbing stairs without getting out of breath, uh, having the energy and the confidence to play with your kids or engage in more social activities. You know, the better you start to feel about yourself and your body, uh, depending on where you're starting from, you know, that's a great indicator. I know for me, it was it was a big thing when I started to feel, you know, like I wanted to go out and do things more versus when I was, you know, 30 to 50 pounds heavier when I first started on this several years back, you know, I would avoid all kinds of things because I just, I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I feel, um, at that weight. So, um, the, the further along you get, that's a great indicator when you start to feel more confident and you want to go out and do more things. And then last but not least, um, is adherence to routines. 
So over time, adherence to a strict diet and exercise routine can become quite monotonous, as you might imagine, if you don't already know firsthand. Um, and then it leads to boredom and decreased motivation. So, you know, introducing variety into your workouts um, really helps uh, trying out new healthy recipes um, and incorporating enjoyable physical activities can really rekindle and kind of reinvigorate your efforts um, and boost your enthusiasm again and help you kind of break out of that weight loss plateau. Um, and in some previous ep episodes, I have a number of different um, ways I suggest that. I think it was the episode on like when motivation wanes that I kind of honed in on some of this. Um, so that's a great one. And another tip I would recommend and something I do myself is I change my workouts every four to six weeks. I tend to keep the same workouts for about six weeks and then I change them out. And it just helps break up that monotony and the boredom with the workouts. Um, the other thing I like to do is while I really do recommend and like to stick to my intuitive eating um, approach for the most part, sometimes um, when you get stuck, it helps to change up what you're doing a little bit. So one of the things I like to cycle to uh, back and forth is like macro tracking. Uh, and then I also will kind of um, do a combination of the intuitive eating or the whole clean eating with macro tracking. Uh, and I have found that to be helpful when I get stuck in my weight loss efforts and just making that little tweak for a little while will get me back on track. It'll get my body out of that plateau. So those are some things to look at doing. Um, so as you may have gathered from last week's and today's episodes, conquering weight loss plateau uh, goes well beyond adjusting diet and exercise. There's a number of things that come into play when it comes to this. So recognizing and addressing the psychological factors that are at play is absolutely essential for sustainable success. And as I mentioned, I truly believe the psychological factors are probably even bigger than the physiological or biological, because in my opinion, they are usually what is underneath those physiological and biological factors. Um, the deeper I go into the work around mindset and inner healing, the more convinced I become of that. Um, so recognizing and addressing the psychological factors uh, at play will really help um, break through that plateau and um, also cultivating a positive mindset. Managing your stress is really big. And embracing the journey's ebbs and flows because it's it's a journey. It's a lifelong thing. It's a lifestyle. Um, you know, try not to have these unrealistic expectations of, of certain time frames and just do your best each and every day and keep your focus on your health and well-being. Um, so remember, it is not just about shedding pounds. It is about cultivating a healthier relationship with yourself. And that is, I, I don't know what could be better than that, really. Like that's at the end of the day, what really will be kind of life changing and has been for me anyway. Um, so this is something I am just so incredibly passionate about. And that's why I have created a number of tools, programs and resources to help other women and moms in their own journey. Um, one such series that I have uh, recently launched that I am just so passionate about, so excited about is the Phoenix Rising programs. Uh, and so that's a range of different programs um, that um, go from sort of a completely self-directed type of a program where, you know, you can kind of follow the framework and 
he would have access to um, some tools and training like e-courses and such, as well as the trainer app and nutrition plan that you can do on your own. Um, and then it ranges to various um, group coaching programs and even one-on-one -on -one private coaching with me. Um, so I have a number of different things available. I also, as I mentioned, have my free 30-day training program right now. You can get the link in my bio on my socials to that. You can also reach out to me uh, via Messenger on Facebook or at Rochelle at faithfitnessjoy.com um, to get access to that if you can't find the link. Um, and you can also book a free transformation session with me if you're not sure which of these might be great fit for you um, and I can help you find that. And even if it's none of these programs, I can help you, you know, get a plan laid out for you to get you going and help get you moving forward on your journey. Um, so check out the links in the episode description to all these different resources. Um, that is all I have for you for today's episode. Um, as always, I really hope that this has given you some insight as to what psychological factors might be at play for you and some practical things that you can try to overcome them. Um, tune in to future episodes um, as I'm going to be going deeper into this topic um, in the next couple episodes to come for Monday um, to help get you closer to your fitness goals and break through that plateau. Um, all right. So as always, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, thank you for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode of... Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance, and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss, wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul. Thank you.